0: We're sailors, so mm-hmm. we know what doldrums are. For you, those of you yeah. that don't know, the doldrums, um, it's the intertropical conversion zone. So it's an area on Earth when you're sailing where the currents and the, the whole um, wind structures, they kind of collide, so to speak. Where And in that area, there is dead. There's no wind. It's the doldrums. So you can hear like sayings of sailors being stuck in the doldrums yeah. for weeks months you know i think six weeks was the average that you're stuck there right right and what do you do all day you just sit there and you wait for it's hot it's (laughs) sweaty you're like stagnant and you're waiting for a wind floating
1: around randomly yeah yeah so we use it to mean anything now anytime you don't have any wind we call it the (laughs) (laughs) doldrums that's
2: Right. right Welcome to Plant Based DFW with Dr. Riz and Maya. In our show, we cover topics about lifestyle medicine, such as healthful eating, physical activity, stress management, building relationships, and improving your sleep. We also enjoy talking about c- topics such as the environment and animal welfare, and we will bring you experts such as physicians, dietitians, and health coaches. And we also like hearing testimonies from people like you. And welcome back to another episode of Plant-Based DFW with Dr. Riz and Maya.
1: Uh, today we have a special guest. Uh, we are in uh, Maui, and uh, we have Dr. Irmena Van Dyken with us, uh, and we're very excited to have her join us on our show.
0: Oh, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, well, thank you again. Uh, And uh, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and also please share with our audience where we are. I mean, we've been been excited to be out here today.
0: Cool. So I'll start with where we are. Um, We are at my husband, Russell, and my homestead. Mm -hmm. We call it Casa de la Vie, so it has a romantic ring to it. But about a year and a half ago, we bought this area. It's two acres and we have been homesteading here. We're building a home and we are staying in an alternative home while we build and mm-hmm. we're just making something fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, and as far as who I am, I'm a surgeon. So um, I'm an MD and I operate, but I'm also a huge advocate of plant-based diet and plant-based nutrition. And I am lifestyle medicine certified as well.
1: Well, awesome. And hence why, we, why we're why we here with you and on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a interesting story how we met. We met, uh, kind of uh, as sailors before we knew anything else about each other, right? That's right. Uh, Even though we were coming out, Maya and I were coming out to uh, uh, Maui on a regular basis, uh, but uh, then we found out more about each other, found out you were plant-based and Mm -hmm. uh, found out you were here, so. We were very excited to have the opportunity to get to know you guys.
2: Totally. Yeah. right, And then found out that you're also certified for Certifying Lifestyle Medicine. So there are a lot of things that we have in common. Um, alternative living or simplifying our lives a little bit is part of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then also you're into gardening. You just gave us a tour of your property and we've seen your garden and we've seen where you're temporarily living while you're building your home. So it's
0: very impressive. Yeah. So with this piece of property that we have, well, number one, it's all vegan. We don't allow anything that's non-vegan on it. It just really makes the land feel good. Yeah. But the other thing is we have a rule, and we do not plant anything that is not edible. Hmm. So we've been trying to plant slowly things that we can eat, awesome. and, that's yeah. and
1: it's good. It's and it's a garden bordering on a farm, really. It is, mean, it is. With, it with is. all the stuff you guys have going on. Yes, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. I'm, I'm jealous. We don't have that opportunity where we are. But well, uh, You
0: can move to Maui. People
1: keep saying that. You know, that might watch out we might be your neighbor just, someday. Just remember this and it's I, December
0: I, right now it's almost Christmas and yeah. we're out here and TikToks yeah. oh, hanging I just, out. And I just got a <laughs> I just got
1: a little weather notice that it's 47 degrees in Dallas oh, so wow. look we'll, I have forward to getting back to. Huh? A little chilly. Yeah. yeah
2: so Dr. Van Dyken we spoke in one of your videos a little bit about you and Russell um, but if you can kind of for our listeners tell us a little bit about where you're originally from and how you managed to move out here to Maui.
0: Sure, so I'm originally Dutch actually I'm a Dutch citizen still hmm. um, so I was born over there my parents um, I'm one of eight kids, so my parents lived in the Netherlands for quite a while and then they decided to move to the US so moved to the US when I was six and after that grew up in Montana for most of my childhood. then for medical school there's no medical school in Montana so we all all the medical school, people from Montana have to get exported to surrounding states. Mm, yeah. I got exported to North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent 11 years there Wow! and um, did my medical training there, did my surgery residency there, stayed on staff there for a year and uh, and then we made the move to Hawaii. The Hawaii thing, Russell and I had been incubating for a long time. Russell's grandparents lived on Maui when he was a kid so he fell in love with the place from childhood. When yeah. I first met him he was very much of the mind that we need to check Maui out. And I said, ah, oh, Maui's overrated. Hmm. You no know, one really wants to go there? And then we came over here once and I was hooked. Wow. So in love with this place. So we made it our goal to move here.
1: I understand the thing about incubating. You know, yeah. we, you know we've been coming out here regularly and it's been, mm-hmm. it's been incubating in our minds about uh, getting out here more often somehow. Yeah,
0: that's mm-hmm. how it was for us. Every vacation we had, every piece of time off we had, we would be out here, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, share a little happens. bit about your plant-based journey with us.
0: Okay. Um, for me, I'm a little bit of a unique situation, I guess, because I've been vegetarian since I was nine. Hmm. That was ethical vegetarian. Um, I still loved dairy, still loved cheese, eggs, all that stuff. well
1: wait, as a nine-year-old, you made that decision? Yes. Or did somebody in your family make it for oh, you? Oh, no, I made it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Basically, it involved a piece of chicken, one of those drumstick pieces, and I was eating it and um, I cut myself, my fingers, I was eating it. So there was blood on the chicken thing I was eating, and i it, that's what it took for me to put two and two together. I'm like, wait, this chicken used to bleed. I was wondering whether it was mine or that. And from then on, I was like, okay, I'm not eating it anymore. Mm. So it was very interesting. Lot of pressure from my parents, okay. um, not too much um they were supportive but still kind of like wow that's a little different we'd have arguments (laughs) arguments at the dinner table because i would not i would refuse to wash the pan that cooked the meat in it you know Mm -hmm. weird stuff like that yeah um my grandfather every time he'd come visit you are not going to develop right you're not eating meat it was very like dogmatic and you know he grew up in
1: were there some some cultural issues uh from where they were from, that had an impact on their understanding or you know, um, their mindset?
0: I think so. And I think the big thing is the Dutch, it's a very meat and potato society. Mm. That's that's the cuisine, right? So to get rid of all of that is a big deal. Um, also, my grandfather, particularly, he is a World War II um, survivor. So he was 17 when Hitler invaded the Netherlands. So his country got invaded. And mm-hmm. he kind of had a whole um, deal to do with starvation and not right. eating. So anything where you're <coughs> refusing food was very ungrateful.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then from the age of nine, you were a vegetarian and, it's, yep. uh, and uh, you don't have to go through in terrible detail, but tell us about how you transitioned to where you are today.
0: It was simple. We were coming to Maui for vacation. I was in residency. I had a few pounds to lose. I wasn't obese, but I was a little chunky. Um, so was Russell. And we decided we wanted to lose weight well, what's the way best way to lose weight? We started looking it up. Um, there was a book um, by Joel Furman that we had read, and I was like, yep, yeah, that's the one that I really want to do. That's a lifestyle I want. So we started cutting out all hmm. the ancillary stuff, okay. and the pounds fell off. And, and then, then I started researching the health stuff. Right, and I'm like, okay. wow, there's really something to this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Once, once you get awakened to that, it's just a cascade, and things yeah.
1: just go. I get it. And that's when you entered uh, kind of... You made it a part of your professional life and then the other things you're doing?
0: The professional life came once I was convinced with the research and mm-hmm. once I'd done all the reading and then I had to. I had to share it.
2: Yeah. 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 So we know that you're board certified through lifestyle medicine mm-hmm. and that was last year, was it, that you were certified? Uh, a year and a half, so 20, 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2018. Yeah. Well, congratulations on oh, that. Thank it's you. It's been really exciting to understand. Um, that a lot of doctors are now coming on board with this.
1: So, and and I understand also that you were the first board certified uh, surgeon the uh, Lifestyle Board Certified Surgeon in all of Hawaii. Yeah. That's quite an accomplishment, huh?
0: Thank you. Yeah. yeah, for now. I'm sure there'll be more to come. Yeah.
2: What is lifestyle medicine?
0: Oh, well, lifestyle medicine is huge. It's the wave of the future. So essentially, you're combining six pillars, right, of lifestyle medicine. And the mm-hmm. big ones, the huge ones, are going to be, as you know, mm-hmm. nutrition, mm-hmm. right, feeding your body with good stuff, exercise is huge, sleep is good. Um, What is it? Social support, mindfulness. You have all these different pillars, and they're all really important. Avoiding risky behaviors. Avoid, yep, alcohol and tobacco avoidance. So all these different pillars that kind of come together to help everybody achieve more health. Mm That's wonderful.
1: Yeah. So for us, actually, very interesting. Before we'd heard of lifestyle medicine, uh, we were uh, hooked on the blue zones, Mm -hmm. and uh, and and that appealed to us. And you know, you start to look at the characteristics of the blue zones. And then suddenly you realize, well, that's what lifestyle medicine is about.
2: Absolutely, right? it so is. So that's
1: how we were so quickly and uh, able to uh, grasp on to the concept of lifestyle medicine once we heard about it.
2: That makes yeah. sense. And so um, last time we spoke, you mentioned something like maybe Lunch and Learns that you're mm. putting together, mm-hmm. Kate, okay, how's that going?
0: Yeah, so I had a Lunch and Learn um, and we're doing a series and it's for the Kaiser physicians. So I work for Kaiser. Um, Actually, technically it's for Hawaii Permanente Medical Group, but same, same. Um, And these are lunch and learns where providers can come. It's optional, of course, and we talk about something lifestyle medicine related. So the first one we did was great. We had um, Maria from A.A. Roots, so mm-hmm. the restaurant where we were at, she made us amazing, amazing dishes um, that we were able to bring. So we had little samples for people to try. And, um, and it was just an overall presentation of why is lifestyle medicine important, what are the statistics, just if you implement certain things. And it was an hour-long thing, and then questions afterwards, and it was wonderful. We had a good time. So um, we're gonna keep doing more. So the six total and we're just gonna be doing each pillar is gonna have a lecture. Yeah. Um,
1: you so know, you I and like- I were talking earlier off, uh, off air about how are we, uh, you know, to reach people who are not already on board. And, yes. and this sounds like that this is an opportunity for, for you to reach out to other physicians and healthcare providers and get them interested
0: definitely and it's so funny because i've had so many of those providers come up to me after just separately talking about their experience or questions they had or Mm -hmm. um, more details on the research which is really cool because i get to share that with them and it's something that may not have been in the back of their minds in the beginning
1: have you had some come up to you and say hey uh dr van dyken i have made the switch or I have changed. Or oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Or I'm trying to go mostly plant-based, but don't yeah. kill me. My daughter does this, this, you know, <laughs> and it'll be like just a couple little yeah. things. But yeah, we've had that's, really good response.
1: That's certainly gratifying, isn't it? It is.
0: It I've, I've had the is. same
1: experience. Uh, I tell people I have a captive audience uh-huh. and when we're in the operating room, right? It's yep. just, it's us, the, who's assisting us, the uh, so the tech, uh, the circulating nurse and the anesthesiologist, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, we kind of have the floor. If mm-hmm. we're talking, they can't go anywhere, they have to listen to us.
0: That's so true, and they have to be
1: polite about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they have to be. Sometimes they're like, let's That's talk enough. about something else, or turn the radio up. Uh, but uh, I have had, on several occasions, someone come to me later and say, you know, I was listening to you in the operating room, and that was very interesting to me, can you tell me more? Yeah. Or I even had mm-hmm. one nurse who'd been, She was my, she's my circulating nurse, she's a vascular circulating nurse, and. Uh, So for weeks, you know, she'd been listening to me talk. It's not like it's the topic every time, but it would come up from time to time. uh, And uh, one day she said, hey, Dr. Riz, I've gone plant-based. I said, really? Wow, why? And she said, I've been listening to you in the operating room. So that is very gratifying. That's wonderful. Yeah. So
2: tell us more about what it's like for you working out here in Maui in terms of being able to work with colleagues that are open to plant-based nutrition Mm -hmm. or lifestyle medicine. Um, Do you have a team now of people that you work with? Well, so we have,
0: I wouldn't say an official team here on Maui. I definitely have primary care doctors that are aligned with that, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're all kind of in cahoots. So if we have a patient who needs a surgical opinion that could benefit from lifestyle medicine, they're hearing it from their PCP, they're hearing it from me, you know, all sorts of stuff. And it's so awesome because in the past we'd always say, okay, well, lose weight and come back to me when you are a candidate for this repair or whatever it happens to be, right? Um, now I can say, it would be really great if we can improve your lifestyle, you motivate them. And then I say, and we have a team and we have classes. You know, mm-hmm. we have a class called Viva Veggies, which is great mm-hmm. and people wow. love it. And wow. um, we have lifestyle coaches and mm-hmm. it's so easy. We just put a thing in the computer and a referral pops up and we have a lifestyle I'm coach. Yeah, that is awesome. so wonderful to have that system. Yeah. It's
2: like a dream, right? Something it's that we would dream. like to have. Something. You know, yeah.
1: something that I would love to institute with my patients is get them on board with lifestyle medicine and lifestyle changes before they have their operations.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. like uh, a prehab type of thing. Yeah, exactly. The same
1: way they do with uh, bariatric surgery. Mm -hmm. You know, oftentimes get patients on a a better lifestyle or a better path before they have that bariatric surgery so that they can continue it afterwards, right? Rather than trying to teach them after the fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So,
2: um, how open are your patients, though? I guess, like you said, you, you can always refer them to other people, but uh, do you find that transitioning patients into eating more plants is fairly, well, easy because you do offer the classes and things like that? I,
0: I think it's hit or miss, you know? You have a whole spectrum of patients. You mm-hmm. have some that, for some reason, they are ready and willing to go on board. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have others who, it's a huge wind of, like we were talking about, one more vegetable a day, and that's a big deal. But I think it's pretty consistent. If I can get my patient to agree that maybe there's some improvements we could make with their lifestyle, Mm -hmm. then they'll agree to the lifestyle coach. And then it just is, you know, it goes from there. So.
2: And you also said that you recently screened the movie The Game Changers. Yeah. And how was that? Oh, it was so
0: awesome. Um, My good friend Nico put it on and it was in Kihei. So a little town that's down on the South Shore. um, Kihei Charter School. It was a high school and we put on this screening, and afterwards we had a QA and a and it was wonderful. It had all those people who were curious about being plant-based, but not plant-based, so it were was Were there a lot great. of students there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was actually, so my friend who put it on, he's a teacher, and it was his class, it was their project mm-hmm. to do this, wow. so it was very educational. Yeah we had a huge buffet donated food from restaurants all over the island it was mm-hmm. wonderful
1: what uh, what age uh, kids were there
0: um that's a good question i think they were seventh graders okay so middle school
1: yeah i think that the game Changers the movie itself is going to appeal to kids mm-hmm. cuz of For the sure. athletic Performance. aspect of it yeah you're
0: not going to appeal to a kid if you talk about heart disease right, right? and that's right. not what they care about but mm-hmm. they do care about athletics yeah. and they care about running faster and all that
1: were the kids asking questions did they shoot? they were yeah. they definitely what were. kind of stuff were they asking
0: um, one question that stood out was uh, a kid in middle school asking, well, do you think that being on a diet like this is okay for me while I'm still developing? Mm-hmm. You know, because those are like the thoughts that wow. go through their heads. That's pretty too. insightful for a
1: seventh grader. It, very insightful. <laughs> yeah.
0: really and then, of course, we had a, a parent, oh, well, I read The Plant Paradox, and what about the lectins? And, mm. you know, so then you go into that a oh little boy. bit. yeah.
1: Which, by the way, uh, if you're wondering, yes, uh, a 7th seventh, a seventh grader, uh, 13, 14-year-old can be on a plant-based diet and develop normally. It's, yes,
2: yes. Yeah. Any stage of life you yeah. can be on a plant-based diet. Yep. So we want to mention also that you're on the board of the Vegetarian Society of Hawaii. And you often give lectures, too. And I don't know if you're scheduled in or you fill a spot.
0: Yeah, so I, I typically give a presentation once a year, and it's always brand new on some okay. topic that I want to yeah. discuss um, this last time I did get to be a last-minute fill-in, it was lucky that I, I had three weeks, I think, to prepare. And for me, because I dive into the science, that was rough. <laughs> but you had a
2: lot it still turned out, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... But um, mm-hmm. well, we should also mention that um, you have a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and you make quality videos, very informative videos, great productions yeah. that you are Yeah, wonderful work. videos. Thank you. You're with your husband, Russell, you work mm-hmm. together on this. Yeah, yeah, we're a team. Definitely not one-person thing. How do you find the time to do <laughs> Off hours? I don't know. Are there
1: off hours? I mean, my goodness, you know.
0: <laughs> we find time. It's yeah. something, it kind of gives me a sense of purpose. So I really like to do it. I feel like I'm educating and I can reach people that in other ways I wouldn't be able to.
2: Right. And that channel is called Out of the Doldrums. Yeah. So How did you pick the name? Oh,
0: well, we're sailors. So mm-hmm. we know what doldrums are for you. Those of yeah. you that don't know the doldrums, um, it's the intertropical convergence zone. So it's an area on earth when you're sailing where The currents and the the whole um, wind structures they kind of collide so to speak where and in that area there is dead there's no wind it's the doldrums so you can hear like sayings of sailors being stuck in the doldrums for weeks, months, you know, I think six weeks was the average that you're stuck there, right? Right. And what do you do all day? You just sit there and you wait for the, It's hot, it's <laughs> sweaty, you're like stagnant and you're, you're waiting for a wind.
1: Floating to around you. randomly, yeah. Yeah. So we use it to mean anything now. Anytime you don't have any wind, we call it the doldrums. The doldrums, that's right.
0: right. Yeah, and now um, our channel we picked that name because it's analogous to picking up your life and moving. So when you go out of the doldrums, Mm. you finally have wind in your back, you have a sense of direction, Mm -hmm. somewhere to go. So for us, for sailing, it makes sense. We like it. it.
1: It's a double entendre, has uh, has another meaning, right? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I never knew that.
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's why we picked it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) interesting. And also, um, another thing that we found interesting was your work that you do here in Maui, but then you also handle cases in Oahu, right?
0: Yeah, uh, that's something unique to Kaiser. So because we have Kaiser members here and we do not have many subspecialists or facilities here, there's about two days a month where I go and operate on Oahu at the Kaiser Hospital. It's like a palace there. They have all the equipment (laughs) we need and operate there with subspecialists. And um, then I come home and the patient recovers and comes home. So... It's a good setup because yeah. many people don't know this, but Maui is rural. Technically, it's a yeah. rural area, so mm-hmm. Gosh, we do have limited resources. The whole
1: island has what fifty thousand people?
0: Sixty? Yeah. Uh, no, I take that back. The whole island, I think, is around one hundred okay. have to fact check me on yeah. that, but mm-hmm. that's still pretty small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, think it seems it. like people are clumped into these little towns, and the remainder of the island is spread out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: And so, how much longer before your property is done? Or your home uh, that's such
0: psychology. a good question. Uh, We're thinking eight months to a year. It's gonna vary just depending on how quickly we can get it done We're about ready to move inside. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. And um, once we're inside drywall and finishing touches And we'll be good to go
1: So is there anything you want to share? You know, we're trying to we're trying to keep this quick because we're gonna have a very nice plant-based meal in just a few minutes
2: What recommendations would you make um, to anyone that's you know contemplating maybe switching from standard American diet Uh, to maybe eating more plants? What do you recommend? Good
0: question, good question. So I would not recommend um, going 100% from zero to hero. I think that's very rare when somebody does that and they're successful. Mm -hmm. I tend to recommend just more of a gradual approach, trying to do small changes but keep changing until you get to an area where you've completely transitioned. I think that's a really big deal. the failures that I have seen are the people that say from this moment forward, I'm not doing it. And they go completely overboard and then they end up craving, right. you know, KFC or whatever it is. And then they're done. So, yeah. yeah.
1: I agree completely.
0: I was just going to say there's also so many resources online now. There's so much out yes. there. And, you know, there's 21-day challenges and recipes and there's so much. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, uh, you know, can we say a little bit more about what the Vegetarian Society of Hawaii does for the community, because we mentioned monthly lectures, but there's more, right?
0: Yeah, the main mission is going to be outreach, but also education. So we want to educate on health, but also we want to educate on other things like animal welfare, the environment, et cetera, Mm -hmm. um, all packaged into one. We also provide really good discounts. So anybody that's here, um, if you buy a membership, which is I think $30 a year, you get 5% off of grocery stores like um, Down to Earth, which is an amazing grocery store here. A lot of restaurants, you get discounts, 5 sometimes 10% off. So you make your money back for that membership in no time, and it supports
2: the Vegetarian Society. Yep.
1: We got our card, and we've been using it. Oh, cool. <laughs> and that's
2: down great. The earth really has saved us because since we're mobile, we're traveling It's like sometimes we got we don't have always we don't always have a kitchen to cook or a place right. to prep meals. And are you seeing a momentum like a lot of people are starting to see like in the past 2 to 3 years more people are coming on board?
0: Definitely, definitely. And with all the transition foods that are out there, I think mm-hmm. they've done a service in the fact that more people are willing to try that
2: and then they go even to more and yeah, for sure. It's exciting to see. Dr. Van Dyken, thank you so much for taking your time. I know you're pretty busy, and and yet you still invited us over for a wonderful meal that you guys are prepping, and um, we got to see a tour of your property and the home that you're building. And um, thank you again, and we look forward to seeing you soon again. Thanks, Thanks for having revisit. me. Thank That's you awesome. so much. All right. You've been listening to the Plant Based DFW podcast show. If you like our content, please like, share, and leave a review. Our goal is to provide quality episodes to help support the community.